Hello, hockey fans. Are you ready to Brave the Wild? This is Brave the Wild, episode number five. Today is Saturday, November 8th, in the year of our Lord, 2008. And we are ready to talk some hockey once again. Now, we have some catching up to do, as episode number four took place on the 23rd of October. So, yeah, a lot of talk to get into, a lot of games to review, so we're going to get into that pretty quick. Um, that's mainly what the podcast today will be, lots of lots of reviewing of the previous games. The Wild's still in first place, so that's good news, uh, though we've hit some bumps along the way. And, of course, Marion Gabrick is still here, but has not played since the second game of the season. So that's a lot of fun indeed for all of us. First and foremost, I want to thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to Brave the Wild, including those of you who may have slid on over to this show from the Minnesota Wild Pond cast on www.wild.com. Thank you very much for checking out this show here on iTunes and, of course, thesportstuff.com. Now, if you're not a member of thesportstuff.com, there is a button in the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Boards. Do click on that. You'll be prompted to sign up. It is free, 100% free and 100% fun, where you can interact with podcasters and other members of the website. We have almost 260 members now, so that is fantastic indeed. Now, as I said, today's show will mostly be reviewing the games. We'll get into a little bit of talk of how things have gone with injuries and trade, well, lack thereof when it comes to trades, unfortunately. Gabrick is still here. Um, it would be nice to wake up one day and find out that he's still here or that he's been signed to a five-year deal, but do any of us really think that's going to happen? And we all know his stock is dropping about as quickly as the rest of the stocks in the economy right now. So that's a lot of fun. Real quick, though, before we take our first break, speaking of the economy and the world, that is, I want to congratulate Barack Obama on the victory, becoming president-elect Barack Obama. Um, I'll make a quick statement. I did not vote for him, but I respect him as the leader of this country, and I will offer my support to him as the president of the United States. Uh, my political leanings are I am a Ron Paul Republican. So basically, Ron Paul Revolution, some of you know about him out there. If not, Google Ron Paul. I'll just leave it at that. So that's pretty much where I uh, lean. Definitely not in the George Bush era either, or liberal. So I am neither of those two. Um, but again, Barack Obama is the president, and it's all said and done. Good luck, and congratulations to him and to all of his supporters. And I want to thank all of you again for checking out the show, and we'll be right back right after this announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, Minnesota Wild Hockey Podcast. No, podcast, podcast. Sorry. It is episode number five for those of you that may be iPod 
listeners and do not have a screen on your iPod, so you'll know exactly which show this is. Episode number five. Now, as I said, we have some catching up to do, and uh, we're going to be doing just that. Now, on October the 3rd, I did not review an overtime loss to the Buffalo Sabres. Actually, on second thought, I believe I did review this game. No, I'm going to review it. I'll review it. I don't remember exactly, so let's just get her done. Uh, well, the three stars of the game were Ryan Miller, Brent Burns, and Antti Mettinen. First and foremost, well, the Buffalo Sabres score in the first period. Drew Stafford, assisted by Derek Roy and former Golden Gopher Thomas Vanek, but then Benoit Puglia, who continues to emerge slowly but surely. Uh, he's drawn the ire of Jacques Lemaire. Many times this season, as pretty much he says, the kids on this team don't get it. Uh, how about this? The two big guys assisting on this one. What a crazy line. Benoit Puglia, Derek Bugard, and Craig Weller. Okay, then. I guess, uh, I don't know. Maybe Buffalo is picking on Benoit Puglia, but he scored. Then not long after that, about five minutes later, Stefan Veyu puts the Wild up 2-1. to one. Eric Belanger and Bouchard getting that assist. And then just 29 seconds into the third period, Brent Burns, defenseman, star defenseman Brent Burns on the power play gets an unassisted goal. It's 3-1 to one wild, and it's like, here we go. Ain't no stopping us. Time to be 5-0, and oh, Minnesota. But, uh, uh-oh, Adam Mayer with four minutes left to go in the game scores. And then Thomas Vanek only 46 seconds later gets his eighth goal of the year already. Having an all-star season, Thomas Vanek, gotta love him. Sending the game into overtime and only 44 seconds into the game, Derek Roy, or Derek Waugh, <laughs> scores his first goal of the season. This game does not hit the shootout. It is an overtime loss for the Minnesota Wild. So uh, they're undefeated in regulation, but it's their first overtime loss, unfortunately. Um, Ryan Miller was huge in this game with 30 saves, stopping 30 out of 33 shots. Backstrom beaten on 4 out of 24 shots. So not the greatest game ever. For Nikki Backstrom, uh, Owen Nolan already out at this point in time, already injured, not playing. Uh, very frustrating for the Wild. He, at this point, it was more of a nagging injury. This was five games into the season. Um, and Owen Nolan has only played five games this year to this point, so I guess he snuck in one more game at some point. We'll see that shortly. Uh, Veyu netting 19 and a half minutes in this game. Pretty crazy stuff, considering he's just kind of a tough guy. Puglia, in only eight and a half minutes, was able to get that goal, so you got to love that. Um, overall, I'd say, yeah, Brent Burns was definitely the player of the game for the Wild, getting five shots on goal. Just a huge game for the star defenseman, who unfortunately gets hurt later on as well. He's not playing right now either, but at that point he was. So that's the end of that. And the Wild are able to pull off a 2-1 to victory on Saturday, the 25th of October. Just 2-1 to versus Columbus, a home game. Now, here it is. Owen Nolan's final games until he gets, until he gets hurt, unfortunately. Um, Pierre-Marc Bouchard. Late, very late in the uh, first period. Only 26 seconds to go. Gets his second goal of the year. And Zedlicky, Zedlicky. I apologize, getting his first point of the year, Owen Nolan with the assist. And then Nolan scores much later as, uh, yeah, it was a pretty boring, pretty much two periods, two and a half periods there. Uh, no scoring at all between either teams. And 
That's frustrating. I mean, it's only Columbus. Come on, we can screw on these guys, right? As uh, Leclerc, Leclerc and Norina both playing in this game. Uh, Koivu getting the assist on Nolan's goal. Olin Nolan getting his second and final goal to this point. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, eight minutes into the third period. And then the guy who has taken one pick behind Marion Gabarek, Radoslav Klesa, gets his second goal of the year, assisted by Michael Pekka. Eleven and a half minutes into the third period, and that's pretty much all she wrote for this game. Not the most exciting game ever, but a win is a win. And the Wild will go to 5-0-1 after this game. Backstrom again, who has been the pretty much the only starter all year for the Minnesota Wild at this point, stopping 25 of 26 shots. So, yeah, just not much offense in this game. Just kind of a defensive battle back and forth. Rent Burns getting almost 24 minutes of the game, logging incredible ice time. And Bouchard with a rare 18-plus minute game, as it's pretty rare that he's able to, that he's in there that long. Koiva got six shots on goal in this game, showing tenacity all night. I mean, this guy is definitely the MVP of your Minnesota Wild and the face of the franchise. We'll get into that later. Uh, Though, yeah, nothing much exciting. Only four penalty minutes for the Wild overall and eight for the Blue Jackets. So no fights, just not the most <laughs> exciting game overall. Just a lot of stopped shots pretty much. Only two go in for the Wild. Oh, goody. So now we will then slide on to the next game. This was a much funner game against Chicago on the 27th of October, a 3-2 victory for the home Minnesota Wild. And uh, Koivu continuing to kick major butt with three assists in this game. Backstrom, an um, unbelievable game. 34 saves off the 36 shots. Just, wow, this guy's having a great year. Anti Metnin continuing to keep up the pace. I mean, this guy isn't slowing down, folks. Anti Metnin, I mean, it, it just seems too good to be true. Anti Metnin, I apologize. Sixth goal of the year for Anti Metnin. It's like, is this... Is this going to end, or is it going to continue? I mean, cross your fingers, folks. Cross your fingers. Let's hope it's not too good to be true. Brunette landing his third goal of the year. Uh, yeah, Madden with his sixth, and Burns with his second. So those are the scores for the Wild. And Koivu, as I mentioned, three assists in this game. Um, after two periods, the Wild had a 3 nothing lead, and just Duncan Keith gets an unassisted goal in the third period. And that was all she wrote. I mean, the Wild only got 18 shots on goal in this game. Yet got it done. I mean, it was all about precision for the Minnesota Wild. The, the puck was pretty much in the wild zone the entire game, it seemed like. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's just how good Nicholas Backstrom is. I mean, last year, oh, well, Backstrom's first year here, he looked like about the second or, second or third best goalie in the whole NHL. Last year, he looked like an average run-of-the-mill goalie. You know, a starter, but a run of the but a run-of-the-mill starter last year. And he looks like an all-star right now. Nicholas Backstrom. Just having an amazing season. Uh, just gotta love what you're getting out of him. Uh, I apologize again. Owen Nolan played in this game as well. He, he got an assist. So not quite out at this point. Brunette with a goal and an assist. I mean, Andrew Brunette, every, every game this guy is a factor. Every single game. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I can't just say enough about how happy I am that he's back here. Kane of the, uh, Chicago Blackhawks. Getting seven shots on goal. I mean, these guys just peppered Backstrom all night, but he was able to get her done. And that's what counts, ladies and gentlemen. That's what counts. Bouchard again with this time over 19 minutes in this game. So pretty crazy. 
lots of time on ice for Butch. But the Wild having so many nagging injuries at this point in time, <laughs> in this current time. Uh, some of these guys just aren't going to be in the lineup here in these coming games. And then a frustrating loss at Dallas on the 30th of October, Thursday, the 30th of October. 4-2, to two, it is the first regulation loss of the year for the Minnesota Wild. Bergeron getting his second goal of the game, or the season. Brandon Morrow, his fourth goal, uh, just stars all over the place. Brad Richard, Brad Richards, the star center is the number one star of the game with a goal and an assist. Tobias Stefan is the number two star. That's the goalie for the Dallas Stars. He only made 19 saves, so I don't know what's so great about that, but no, they, he, he did pretty darn good all night. He stopped a lot of great opportunities for the Wild. Um, and then Steve Ott with one goal in the game, but played good defense. And, uh, yeah, Dallas Stars holding strong. This is a solid team, the Dallas Stars. They have Sean Avery, one of the more unpopular players in the league, but one of the more talented players in the league. Brunette, again, a factor. Again, Andrew Brunette, this time with his fourth goal of the year. Uh, Mantinen not showing up in the score. Oh, yeah, he did. Yep, my bad. He did get an assist on the Brunette goal. My fault. Uh, Kim Janssen kind of finally factoring in a little bit of offense with two assists in this game. So that's good news for the Wild. Unfortunately, Nicky Backstrom, Nicholas Backstrom was pulled from this game. Just a bad start. And then Josh Harding was able to stop 19 of 20 shots. So he held strong, kept the Wild in the game, and that's what counts. Unfortunately, uh, Brunette's goal made it 4-2, to two, three, about four minutes into the third period, but it just wasn't enough. Wasn't enough. The Wild lose their first regulation game, as mentioned. Um, these Dallas Stars have been a problem for the Wild for a while now. <laughs> the first couple of years or so, though, seemed like the Wild were beating up on Dallas a little bit to say, hey, we're the team in Minnesota now. The North Stars are the, a thing of the past. But uh, now it's looking like Dallas is just a bad matchup for the Wild. And they have been for, for a while now. And that's unfortunate. The last two years at least. So we'll move on to the next game. Montreal Canadiens, possibly the new home for Marion Gabrick. And I apologize, the previous game was the 29th of October. This one is the 30th. So the dates are a little screwy here for some reason. Brent Burns netting his third goal of the year. James Shepard and Colton Gillies. Nice to see those guys, those youngsters. So there was a nice young group of players on the ice at the same time. Shepard and Gillies assisting on Burns' goal right off the bat pretty much in this game. Only a minute and a half into the game, and then it was 2-2 two to two, just three minutes later. Francis Bouillon, <laughs> Bouillon is able to tie her up. And then Andre Markov, early in the second period, gets his first goal of the year. And guess what, folks? That was it. That was it. Just another quiet game. Um, uh, Josh Harding did start in this game. My bad. Antti Metin's solid defense gets him as one of the top stars of the game, along with Kim Janssen. But then the player of the game, though, was Carey Price, the goalie of the Canadians, who stopped 28 of 29 shots from the Minnesota Wild. This was a goalie's duo, or du- duel, excuse me. So Josh Harding, you know, I mean, how many times last year did this happen to him, where he'd have a good game with the Wild, just wouldn't score? And uh, that's unfortunate. It certainly hurts his win-loss record. The Koivu brothers faced off quite a few times in this night. Uh, Miko looking like the better player right now. He got six shots on goal. Saku only two. So there you go. <laughs> but, um, you know, 
it's kind of crazy though. The two captains are the two Koivus. I mean, I I think that's real cool. Really fun to see those two guys go at it. Unfortunately, though, the wild, the losers in this game, definitely unfortunate. Uh, Cal Clutterbuck getting some playing time in this game because of Nolan's injury and Gabrick's uh, lack of, you know, Gabrick just not being here right now. So, uh, yeah, Gabrick being hurt as well. If he really is hurt, I am always wondering, has the Wild have been very vague on injuries this year? Um, they said it was an upper body injury for Brent Burns. I mean, not at this point, but later on they say upper body injury for Brent Burns and lower body injury for Gabrick and, and uh, Owen Nolan. It's like, okay, that's that's great. But let's move on, as that is the end of the October games. We have three more to cover, as these are in November. The Wild pull off a nice victory on the 1st of November at Phoenix, a 3-2 to two victory for the Minnesota Wild. Ole Jokinen, a guy who almost was a member of the Minnesota Wild, back in the summer, a trade that would have involved Pierre Mark Bouchard, and I believe some prospects or draft picks or so. Uh, yeah, Ole Jokinen with two goals who's also on my fantasy team, so that made that team smile. <laughs> Nicholas Backstrom returning to the net, getting the win, 25 out of 27 shots, saving 25 out of 27. The Wild get to Brizalov, excuse me, <laughs> Brizalov of the Phoenix Coyotes. 33 shots on this guy. The Wild showing a lot more offense. Phoenix not known for their defense. They're just not. Um... That's just how it is. Ben Wapulia uh, showing up in the scoring table again, getting his third goal. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he drives Lemire nuts, but now his numbers are starting to move up a little bit. So I'm getting more and more encouraged by this guy. Koivu getting only his second goal of the year, which is kind of funny. He's got like 11 assists, just amazing. Only two goals. I mean, you just wait. I just can't wait till his scoring starts to move up. Woo! This is going to be beautiful. Miatnin getting an assist along with Colton Gillies, who's showing up a little bit here and there. And then Belanger and Bialjean, <laughs> Pierre-Marc Bialjean, Pierre-Marc, Marc-Andre, sorry, I'm just goofy. Kel Clutterbuck getting a little more playing time in this game with three shots on goal. Koivu got eight shots on goal. I mean, this guy's been all over the place this year. Uh, wow. You know, he is just having an amazing year. He he's kind of he he is the new Gabrick, and I just can't wait till he starts scoring actual goals to go along with all these assists he keeps racking up. He's going to be one of the top players in the league when that happens. He's just going to explode. Oh, I just got to love what I'm seeing here. Wild only six penalty minutes in this game, so much more clean game. Todd Fedorik going against the former Minnesota Wild tough guy uh, Fedorik. Misses Minnesota, but said he couldn't uh, pass up on the offer made by Phoenix, so I guess you can't blame him. God, I would have loved to have him back, though. I wish the Wild tried to match the offer and keep him here, but but they didn't, and uh, that's the way it is. Craig Weller has replaced him in that role, like the guy, the other tough guy other than Derek Bougard, who only played a minute 20 in this game, so I don't know why that's, that's all he played, but... Uh, Hey, you know, I mean, the Wilds historically have played pretty well against Phoenix, and uh, yep, Wayne Gretzky must hate us very much, but that's just how it goes. <laughs> Going against, uh, well, this used to be Keith Ballard's team, uh, Zemnik Michalik, Michalik, excuse me, former Minnesota Wild. The Wild just kind of let him go, or they traded him, that is, a few years back. He's had some success on the Coyotes 
last year, only 17 points. Two years ago, though, 828, looking pretty solid. Only three points this year so far. So there's your little Minnesota Wild connection when it comes to that. Um, yeah. That's pretty much where things stand at this point in time. Schultz getting a rare point, getting an assist in this game as well. Shepard showing up in the scoring again with an assist. So that's good news as well. As the Wild continue to play like a first-place team, and that's what counts. you got to love that. Unfortunately, the, shark, the Wild are shark bit in the shark tank on the 4th of November. That is this last Tuesday. Three to one victory by the San Jose Sharks. They just flat outplay the Wild. Flat out outplay them. Three stars, Ryan Klo, Mike Greer, and Thomas Klal. Klal, I can't say his name right, hopefully. Uh, no. Um, yeah, this game just totally dominated by the Sharks. Uh, Chris, Christopher Kalanos, though, the Minnesota Wild, one of the prospects on this team, called up and he scores a goal, like, almost immediately. And this is when, uh, Owen Nolan was officially put on the IR, so he's pretty much going to be out for longer than expected. Scores a goal right away, so that's good stuff, playing almost 12 minutes, too, in the game. You always like to see a prospect come in and do something, and he did. So that's very encouraging indeed. Puglia getting another assist, so that's good news as well. But that was the only goal the Wilders get. Kim Janssen getting another assist. It's my Greer, Jamie McGinn. And Ryan Klo, Klo getting his sixth goal of the year as he's stepped it up. Brad Lukowicz, the former Dallas Star, assisting on that goal along with Mike Greer. Uh, man, Brad Jeremy Roenick is now a member of the Sharks. I forgot about that. Patrick Marlowe getting into this scoring as well with an assist on McGinn's goal. Um, this is a really nice hockey team, though unfortunately the San Jose Sharks, you're in and you're out, perform well in the regular season and do do just about nothing in the postseason. Will this finally be the year the San Jose Sharks break through? As you can see, their logo is obviously a shark biting a hockey stick. Will they ever bite through the first and second round and get to the conference finals and maybe the Stanley Cup finals? Is this finally the year? For the Nabokov-led San Jose Sharks, as he's been on the Sharks for years now. Uh, Rob Blake, the veteran, is a member of this team as well. I mean, they're filled with some solid players, man. Seriously. Uh, is it finally the year for them? I don't know. They're a bad matchup for the Wild. So you can pretty much bet if the Wild and Sharks played in the playoffs that San Jose would probably win. I hate to say. But with that, we're going to move into the most recent game. That was Thursday, the 6th of November. So the election night game was over, and now it's the Barack Obama era, <laughs> or soon-to-be Barack Obama era. Minnesota getting a 3-1 to victory over the Colorado Avalanche. Andrew Brunette returning to Denver. Backstrom just, just playing like a superstar again with 35 saves, man. 35 saves for Nicholas Backstrom. And Zidlicki getting two assists in this game. So that is good news. Indeed. Bouchard finally getting a second goal of the year. Uh, Pouliot, there it is. Goal number four. You know, you keep seeing his name starting to pop up. He's got six points so far this year, which is nice. He's about a fourth, fifth place on the team in scoring. Nothing amazing, but, hey, it's progress. I mean, last year he did pretty much nothing. The year before that he did nothing. The progress is what counts. And what I just love right here 
You know what I just love? Andrew Brunette getting the third goal for the Wild, his fifth of the year, scoring against his old club and the team that he ultimately knocked out of the playoffs in 2003. Cal Clutterbuck being a factor once again. Uh, this guy may end up staying on this team for a while. Uh, he was, it was pretty much either going to be either him or, uh, Danny Ehrman that are going to be called up and possibly kept here for an extended period of time. And right now it's, it's Clutterbuck. So that's good stuff. He was a third round pick a few years back. Uh, nice prospect for the Wild. He's a solid player, small in stature, but just, he, you know, it's the scoring that will eventually show up. He hasn't done much in the scoring area just yet, but that's how it goes. Darcy Tucker, the only scorer in this game. Not very unfamiliar names to most people. Uh, TJ Hensick and John Michael Lillies getting the assists on that. So Darcy Tucker, who... Uh, they say, well, that, yeah, Nick Schultz says he went for uh, Nick Schultz's knees at one point in the game. Tucker, known for cheap shots earlier in his career, uh, did it again with Nick Schultz. So we'll see how that goes. Has Nothing has really been brought up officially yet on that deal. But, uh, yeah, Darcy Tucker with a history of some foul play on the ice. But with that, the Wild now still in first place, and that is the good news indeed. That is what counts the most for the Wild, as they are 8-3-1 with 17 points, tied with the Calgary Flames. They're taking on the Vancouver Canucks tonight in Vancouver. The Wild hoping for the best. Once again, as they go against Willie Mitchell's club, the former Minnesota Wild anchor defenseman. But overall, that's pretty much where things are going to stand with the Wild at this point in time. I'm going to do a quick little uh, research with a Houston Arrow, little Houston Arrow talk when I come back after this quick announcement. Here on the sportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on the sportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back here on Brave the Wild, episode number five. And a quick little Houston Arrows report. Uh, Corey Locke leading the Houston Arrows in scoring. Uh, they are 11 ga- or 12 games, excuse me, into the season. Corey Locke, though, a just pretty much a minor league player, not not really a prospect, leading them in scoring in only eight games. He has 10 points. Marco Rosa, nine points in 11 games. Uh, Colano said eight points in seven games, and that's why he's on the Wild right now. A very good start. To his season, uh, Clutterbuck only played two games for Houston before being called up to the Minnesota Wild. Did not net a point. Um, excuse me, Danny Ehrman in only eleven ga- or in, in eleven games, just five points. So still not really breaking through yet. That's unfortunate. Clayton Stoner, though, this is encouraging to me. Six points in twelve games for Clayton Stoner, the defenseman who only had like, gosh, I think he had like twelve points last year, if I remember right. 
uh, for the Houston Arrows. So already with six, that is good news. Hopefully he can keep it up as he is absolutely a key for the future of the Wild. Um, we need another strong defenseman on this team, and hopefully Stoner can get to the Minnesota Wild, the pro level at some point. Peter Olevke, who has struggled thus far, also with six points in 11 games, so not too bad there. But with that, there's a quick little report for your Houston Arrows, a little prospect report. Um, those are your main guys right now that are of interest for the future of the Wild. Peter Kalis, as I mentioned before, he only played two games as well for the Houston Arrows and has given up and gone back to his home country. So that is quite unfortunate indeed, as a lot of us saw him as a very talented prospect coming to the Wild in the Manny Fernandez trade to Boston. So that's where things are going to stand right now. Nothing really super exciting just yet. Just thought I'd update you a little bit on the Houston Arrows prospect report on how things are going with them. So with that, I want to thank each and every one of you again for listening to the show. Do tell a friend so we can talk some hockey. Do sign up to the message boards. I'm going to have no poll this week because there's nothing really to get into on the poll right now. There's no major news other just nagging injuries at this point in time. Uh, we'll have some more. We'll have a poll next week or next show, hopefully pretty soon. And uh, we'll talk to you then. Until then, do have a good time and brave the wild with me once.